You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Small Business Made Simple, where we take the complex theories and strategies and make them simple to understand and put into action. My name is Tim Kroll. I'm a coach, consultant, speaker, and your co-host for today, and I'm excited to jump into today's topic. Communication. You know, as I coach and work with different leaders across the country, business owners across the country, one of the questions that always comes up is, why aren't the people doing that, doing the things that I ask them to do? Why don't they understand? How can I communicate clearly my message in a way that other people are going to understand? These questions often come up, especially as it comes to their employees, as to their management teams, as it puts together the way that they're trying to communicate with their customers. Because if you look at it from a realistic standpoint, you have to communicate on a daily basis with many, many different types of people on many different scales. So let's just take an average day. Number one, you have to communicate with your customers because they need to know what is going on. They need to know what you're delivering, when you're going to show up, all these different types of things that are going on just with your customers. Number two, you've got employees. How are you communicating with the employees to set expectations and do different pieces and parts? Then you're dealing with manufacturers or suppliers. How are you dealing with them? Are you talking with them saying, I need this to be able to accomplish this job? What are the expectations? Then there's projects on top of that. My goodness, the list goes on and on and on when it comes to the different people that we have to communicate with. So the biggest question, again, the underlying question is, how do we clearly communicate our message, our expectations in a way that others are going to understand. So let me give you five tips. We're just gonna look at these five tips and then we're gonna kinda of try to flesh out and do a little bit of practical application on this. And then I wanna end with a quote by Johan, and I'm gonna butcher this name, but I believe it's Kaminas. Uh, he's the father of modern education. So if I butcher that, go ahead and say in the comments, I apologize, but he is the father of education. So we're gonna end with a quote on that and I really want you to pay attention to the end because that quote is really powerful. So number one, the biggest thing when it comes to communication is to number one, acknowledge their interests. What is that known need? What is it that they have been looking for, maybe even searching for out of ignorance, didn't realize that they had this need? Many individuals, especially when it comes to employees or customers or any of those other people that you communicate, they're looking for answers. It's a lifelong quest that we have as humans to find the answers to our challenges, the answers to our questions. So the very first important thing is to understand or acknowledge that they have been looking for these things. And maybe it's been out of ignorance, but we, would, we acknowledge the fact that they are on the lifelong quest and the search. Maybe it's to find a deeper meaning. Maybe it's to understand or look at their purpose. Oftentimes when we're talking about communication, people's jump directly to the fact that we have two ears and a mouth and we need to listen more than we talk to be able to understand where that person's at. I like to dive in a little bit deeper on this because if you can understand 
and acknowledge the fact that they have already been seeking and they're already looking for those answers, it begins the conversation, it begins the communication process in a place of meeting them where they're at. Now, this is going to become a common theme, and I'm saying this a couple of times because when it comes to communicating, the foremost principle, foundational principle, is meeting people where they're at. So the very first thing, very first tip that I have for you is make sure that you acknowledge their interest and that this is something that they've been looking for. Number two, capture interest by using familiar to explain or introduce the unfamiliar. It is very difficult for an individual to grasp concepts, to grasp things that are unfamiliar. The way our human mind works is we want to relate to what we know. And if we're able to relate to what we know, it helps us understand what we don't know. So by capturing interest in your communication style, in the things that you're looking to have people understand, you have to relate and capture interest based on familiar to introduce something that's not familiar to them. This has gone on throughout all of human history. Some of the greatest sermons ever spoken, ever taught, the greatest teachers ever teaching capture people's interest because they relate familiar with unfamiliar. And it bridges that gap and allows people to now grasp concepts that they may not have ever been able to grasp before. So number one, we talk about acknowledge their interest. Number two, capture their interest by using familiar to introduce unfamiliar. Number three, use common known things. Now, this is very similar to the second one, but I wanted to make sure that this was a separate point. So two and three, while they could technically be combined into one, it's very important to understand. Two is you take familiar to introduce unfamiliar, but three is you wanna use common or known items to relate these new concepts. What are some things that you can use to be able to illustrate? What are some things that you can use to be able to present likenesses? And how do you relate on those things? So familiar and then common. So things that are familiar, I know it's very, it's, I'm probably splitting hairs over this whole thing, but I really wanted to stress this point because by using familiar situations, familiar scenarios, they can then relate unfamiliar things. By using commonly known items, it gives them the ability to show how that can be practically used or introduced into their life. So then number four, speak in words that are common, things that are your normal language. So often, and this is a concept that was introduced, and uh, to be honest, I don't even know how I heard about it or who was the originator, but the concept is this. If we look at our knowledge and our expertise, whether you know it or not, you have become an expert in what it is that you're working on. You've become an expert in the field that you're dealing with. It's, some people have been in their field for 10 years. Some people have been in for 20 years, 30 years. The number one thing and what, number one challenge that I see most teachers having or most leaders having is they start to talk in the industry terminology that they have known 10, 20, 30, 40 years. And somebody that's stepping into that industry has no concept of what a whatchamajigger is or a thingamabop. The most common area I see this using is in the acronyms. Uh, I know the Army uses three-letter acronyms all the time. The 
Ecom world does it, the digital marketing, everybody uses the acronyms. And whether they're CPC or CPM or CPI or CP, oh my goodness gracious. If you have never been introduced to those acronyms, you don't know what anybody's talking about. Same thing when it comes to marketing. I hear people throwing around the words in the terms avatar and creating your customer uh, likeness or image or lookalike audiences and all of these other things. And to be honest, if you've been in the industry, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know exactly what all those things are. But if you're brand new to the industry, if you've just been hired into a job, you may not know what those are. So when I'm saying about using common words, use things that people understand. And let me give you one more illustration on this because this is really important as it relates to our country. If you look at our country, most people look at, hey, we are all citizens of the United States. Well, we are, but we all talk different. We have a North and a South. People in the South say y'all all the time. And that's a very commonly used phrase down there. And I'm sure you've heard it. They've got different accents. Then we have an East and a West. And we even have a, middle, a Midwest. Call them the flyover states. And everybody uses different words throughout all of the different parts of our country. Whether you use pop or soda or soda pop or Coke, that's just one illustration. How many more can we dig into to see that if you've now stepped into a different area, you might want to be careful on the words that you're using because it might be a completely different meaning, understanding those words. You got to use what people are familiar with. You got to know a little bit about the culture within which you're speaking, because whether you like it or not, we do have a significant diversity across our great nation. And I believe truly that's what makes us great is that diversity. There's one other thing that I've noticed, whether I'm, if I'm in the city and I'm talking with a business that, that is in the city, they have a little bit different way of doing things. A little bit different way, speed of life would be a great way to put that. And then I step out and maybe I'm in the suburbs and then I get into the country or I get in the Midwest where we have ranches and everybody's got a little bit different speed of talking. Everybody's got a little bit different language they use. So as a leader and as, as a leader becoming good at communicating, you have to understand and use words that people are familiar with. Otherwise, you're going to get lost. And I can't tell you how many times in true life, transparency here. Can't tell you how many times I've just sat there myself and nodded through a conversation, having no idea what the guy is saying, but not wanting to look ignorant, not wanting to look foolish. So I don't ask what, what do you mean by that? What is that word? So as a leader, you need to stop every once in a while and say, do you get what I'm saying? Do you understand what's going on? Am I communicating clearly? All right. So that was number four, number five. And the last one, and this one's really a big, big concept. Use a story type format. Because when I went, just like I did here and using illustrations and formats, people can relate to the stories because they can put themselves into that position and they can understand what's going on. So whether you're teaching how to wash a window, how to program a website, how to build a website, whether it's something that you're trying to teach a little bit more on the management side, your leadership team, use story formats to be able to illustrate and get your point across. That will help clarify your message. So adding all of these things, these five concepts, these five tips, make sure when you're looking at your employees and you bring a new employee in, they're considered a follower. You're a leader of followers at that moment. Make sure your followers understand the expectations that you're setting. In other words, what do you expect them to accomplish? What do you expect them to get done? And then what is the expectation in completing that task? Have to clearly define those expectations using those five tips. 
make sure that you're not jumping back in after you've delegated that to them and told them what to do. Make sure you're not jumping back in and micromanaging and saying, no, 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 just let me do it. Because sometimes that's easier for us in the moment, but it's not easier in the long run. Trust me, I know. Then as you step up and you're now becoming a leader of managers, building out your leadership team, take time with them. Know where they're coming from. Know their background. Know their history. Know some of the things that have created who they are because they carry a lifetime of stories with them. And by knowing them, finding the common interest, capturing their interest, using and acknowledging that this is something that they've looked for, by doing that with your leadership team, you're going to be more effective in communicating your vision, the mission, the mission is the way to accomplish the vision, and communicating your core values as a company. So let me end with this. Again, this is the father of modern education, Johan. And he said this, the law of the learner is this. You have not learned unless there was a change in behavior. He also created the law of the teacher. The law of the teacher states this, and I'm going to end with this. You have not taught, and I would also put in, you have not led, you have not communicated, unless there has been a change in behavior. Your communication leads, effective communication leads to a change in behavior. So until next time, put this into action, apply it, promise you, you will grow through it, and leave a bigger impact on the world and on your society. We'll talk soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.